And welcome back, Nerdalorians from the galaxy to your ears. It's the Nerd Holocron. Uh, happy New Year's by the time you hear this, and happy late Christmas. Uh, today's episode is going to be all about Wonder Woman 1984, which we loved. Aside from a few things, Adrian's going to shit out a little bit, and then I'm going to revamp it up, put some bandages. Yes, uh, we saw it Christmas Day, like most people did. Uh, we yes. didn't go to theater. We watched it on HBO Max in my living room on my big-ass TV. Big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody was there. The kids, my sister. So, yeah, it was, it was a lot. Um, but besides, honestly, the kids don't even feel we're that bad. No. My sister, though. <laughs> Oh, uh, she's just shut up. Anyway, oh so, um, yeah. What'd you think, Stephen? Uh, uh, overall, my general assessment of it was it's really good, and I feel like it was written towards, like, comic book fans that know more about Wonder Woman and, like, her backstory and stuff, more than, like, trying to do, like, an action-adventure gra- cash grab, like most superhero movies nowadays, you know? Yes, yes. Um, the beginning of the movie, you know, she's still on the mascara. She's a little girl, and she's competing in this race with grown ass Amazon. Oh yeah, <laughs> and um, she almost beats them. She does. She was leading, and then you know her horse got spooked or whatever, and she tries to take a shortcut, and before she can win the championship, her aunt grabs her by the arm. She's like, "Not today, little one. I don't think so." Yep, she's like, you cheated, Diana. It's not the way. You must... <laughs> you must... Basically, there's no shortcut to success. It's uh, hard there's work. no Russian people at Themyscira. That's true. But anyway, um, yeah, there's no shortcut to success. It's just hard work. Yeah. If there are shortcuts, you know, you're cheating. And you have to live by the truth of... Like your own integrity, you know, even if no one's looking, it's still up to you to do the right thing because, you know, it's the right thing to do. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, so then we fast forward and there's going to be a heist in a mall. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, this part I found a little too cartoony. Like the, It was a little cheesy. It was very cheesy. I felt like it was like, was Patty Jenkins going for this cheesiness? Like... This is definitely the 80s. <laughs> um, and, you know, Wonder Woman saves a woman on the way. She's about to get hit by, like, I think a Trans Am. She kicks that car. Oh, yeah, that's right. On her way there. And, uh, yeah, that whole mall scene. I thought it was a cool scene, but I think it was just a little too cartoony. Oh, uh, like the fighting, I was telling you. I thought it was cool that they, like, spread them out. So she got to, like, run around and beat them up and lasso them. Because, like, a lot of the selling points for the DC movies is, like, they lock them in a room with a bunch of guys, and then they beat them up in the small little room. So in the mall scene, like, we get to see her jumping and running around and kicking ass like that. I thought that was cool. That was cool. One thing that was just didn't understand to me, or that I didn't understand, sorry, I was retarded there for a second. Um, <sighs> okay, that guy drops the gun, yeah. and then everybody freaks out. But then, like, he picks up that little girl. And he's like, I'm not going back. Okay, so if you drop her, you you lose all your leverage. And you're <laughs> no, right? going to go to jail. Like, you're a fucking idiot. 
even the guys were with like, what are you doing, bro? Right? We could all just run. We were running fine <laughs> until you fucking freaked out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty cool. Diana covers her tracks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she's like, I wasn't here. Uh, then what else happens? Oh, I a lot of interject. That part where she's considering cheating, I like to imagine there's an alternate reality where there's like a Palpatine, like that video I sent you. And she's like, I don't know, should I do it? Should I cheat? And he's like, do it. <laughs> she's like, no, it's not the right thing to do. And he's like, go ahead, do it. <laughs> okay. Anyways, very funny. Um, and then we skip, and then we're introduced to Barbara Minerva. That's right. AKA the cheetah. Yes. Pretty much the whole reason I was really excited about this movie. But anyway, uh, we're, we're going to go on a little bit. Okay. So Barbara's whole thing is she's basically invisible to everybody, very forgettable. Oh, yeah. She's just like the nerdy girl scientist that's like the top of her field, so no one takes her seriously. Yeah. Um, well, like I told you, I thought it was just... Again, like going with how corny and cheesy a lot of this movie was, <laughs> it's just like people, like I understand she's forgettable, but I can't believe that someone was that forgettable. I took it as like it's the 80s, so like women are supposed to just fade into the background, even in a professional workplace sense. But that doesn't even make sense because that 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 lady that hired Barbara knew Diana. That's true. Huh? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I got no defense for you. Then. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, Diana gets introduced to Barbara. Um, Barbara wasn't invisible to Diana. It's a whole. Thing. Oh yeah. Diana noticed her. I was like, "Oh, what's up, man? What's going on?" They're like, mm. "Oh, hey, what's going on?" And uh, yeah. That's the introduction, and then <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what happened. Yeah. And oh, she's like the top gemologist. Not true. At the museum, they were getting Diana was obviously like a curator or something. Yeah, Diana dabbles in a bit of everything. Um, no one questions her no. credentials or anything ever. They're like, "How did you go to Harvard when it was first founded?" <laughs> uh, don't worry about that. Oh, I also, I thought it was cool. You get to see pictures in her office, and they had the picture of uh, the, the lady, the assistant lady. Anna Candy. Anna Candy, yes. yeah, as an old woman. Uh, yeah. Because time just, goes on for Diana when everyone else ages and stuff. Well, time goes on for everyone else, not Diana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, and then... And then after we meet Barbara, I think we meet Maxwell Lord, right? Yeah. Okay. His whole thing is like he's gonna invest money in their research they're doing there, and he wants he's like taking a special interest in Barbara because she's like the top gemologist, like I said, and he knows that she has the special stone that he's been looking for, and he wants to get it from her. Also, he knows he can manipulate her. Yeah, she's a desperado for that attention. Yes, she is super thirsty. <laughs> And Diana, he tries the same thing on Diana, and she sees right through that bullshit. She's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, and Maxwell Lord, we find out later, he's just basically a facade. Yeah. He's on the outside. He, the world, the, where he shows the world is this really sophisticated, he's real Swab guy. All that stuff. But yeah. behind closed doors, he is very unsure of himself. He's 
you know, he's just not who he presents himself as. No. And actually, his building is a perfect representation. He's, On the outside, it looks really nice, mm -hmm. but the further you go in, the crappier it is. The crappier it gets. Yeah. Just like Domino's Pizza. What the oh. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and then we find out he has a kid. Yeah. And he's like a con artist who got all these people to invest in his so-called company to like go to Saudi Arabia to dig for oil where there is like no oil anywhere, but he believes that, you know, there's money in oil there, but there's not. Yes. Okay. So then, okay. At the mall, they have like this black market thing and they confiscate all that stuff. And one of the things they confiscated, they sent to the Smithsonian where, where Diana and Barbara work mm -hmm. and it's the wishing stone. Yes. And uh, it works immediately. This guy wishes for coffee, he gets his fucking coffee. Uh, Diana wishes that Steve Trevor was back. Spoiler alert, he comes back. Yes, he does. And then Barbara's like, I wish I was more like Diana. And then she gets all this fucking confidence. <laughs> but uh, let's see here. Like I, like I told you before, I like that Steve Trevor just didn't magically appear and it's just Steve Trevor. Like his essence, his soul and everything mm. was put into a being that was already existing. That's right. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool. And then like he finds her at this party. Oh yeah. There's a fucking party that Barbara's <laughs> going to and she's going to be Maxwell Lord there and they're going to talk shop and all that stuff. And he's going to try and steal the stone. The wishing there. stone. Yeah. Yes. But uh, that's where Steve Trevor finds Diana, and he's like, he says his thing, and she's like, oh, it's you. And he's like, yeah, it's me. Yeah, and then, like, the world shifts, and then we see Steve through her eyes, so instead of it being the regular guy Steve is inside, it's his face on the guy. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I yeah. like that. Um, what else here? Uh, and then Barbara and... Uh, Maxwell Lord, I think they get a little frisky there, right? Yeah, he's like, he's like moving her around the office so that way he can find the stone while making it seem like he's super into her, you know? Mm -hmm. And then he takes it and he wishes that he was the stone. Yes. So he can grant the wishes. And take what he wants. Yes. Um... Yeah, and as the movie goes on, Barbara, you can tell like her confidence level is going up. She's dressing differently. People are starting to notice her. Um, she becomes very, quote-unquote, sexy as the movie progresses. Yes. And super strong, also. And super strong. Well, she did, she, she did wish she was more like Diana. Yeah. Diana's Wonder Woman, so. That's yes. great right there. Um. Let's see what else here. And then just Maxwell Lord starts granting wishes. And when you grant a wish, he takes something in return. So it's like a give and take situation. You're getting something, but what you're also, what's taken from you is greater than what you're getting. Yeah, it's like the law of equivalent exchange and comic book magical law. You have to give up something to gain something, but the price is usually more than whatever it is you're gaining. Yes. So then... Let's see here. Oh, Diana finds out that 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 item was gotten for Maxwell Lord and was waiting for him to be picked up at this black marketplace. Mm -hmm. And she's like, "What the fuck?" And then her and Steve go to his office, and they're like, "Where's the stone?" And she freaks out because she's like, "Oh my god, some god made this!" I'm <laughs> freaking out, man. Right. And Steve's like, 
don't trip so hard, girl. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly I talk like I'm from the 80s. It's totally rad. No, yeah. I like that whole scene where, like, Steve and Diana are together. Yeah, know? right. It's very, it's very comforting. Like, you tell she's happy and stuff. Yeah, they're like, they gel together without missing a beat like he's never been gone for the past hundred years or so. Hasn't been a hundred years at that point. Whatever. You know what I mean. I know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, whereas eating Pop-Tarts in bed, that shit's hilarious. Like, I love when she's trying to find his outfit for him. Yeah. He's just attached to the fanny pack, and he's not impressed with any of the clothes. No. No. It was a good scene. Um, I will say that the trailer made the movie seem just a little more interesting. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, I didn't hate the movie. I don't regret watching it. In the process of re-watching it, oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I just get distracted. That's a very long movie. It's hard to just sit down and take it all in. Yeah. Um, I, just, I wish we did had. I wish we had seen it in theaters. It probably would have been a different experience. Yeah. No, because fucking HBO Max kept freezing. We had to pause it a lot. Oh, my God. Every time Cheetah came on screen, it paused. Oh or we God. lost connection or whatever. Jesus and I was like, Christ. This is the best part of the movie. What we've literally been waiting for. Yes. So, Diana goes on the hunt for Maxwell Lord across the world. Oh, yeah. Because he goes to where those oil reserves are. And the he Middle East. goes to, like, the dictator that runs the town there. And he's like, I'm going to grant you whatever you want. And he's like, in return, I'm just going to take what I want from you. Yep. And then he couldn't get what he wanted from him. So he took his security force and just left him to fend for himself. Because I guess the border dispute was going to have consequences. Yeah. You know, whatever. And then Diana shows up and she's like beating up all his vehicles and stuff. But she's losing her strength. Yeah. Because someone has to make, like her life force, I guess, is feeding Steve Trevor. Mm-hmm. And um, well, he's gonna keep living, and I guess she will too. But she's losing her strength. I think maybe like she's giving her strength to Cheetah because, like, as the movie goes on, she's getting weaker, and Cheetah keeps getting stronger. That's true too. So maybe that's what it was. Her, her power is going in two different directions. Yeah. Anyway, so she beats all these, you know, these people up. She. Flips a vehicle over. She saves these kids, but in real life, these kids would have been fucking murdered. If oh, she yeah. landed on them. The they made it seem like that's the part where she's gonna like learn how to fly, but she just kind of like glides through the air a little bit. Yeah. Um. And then Steve Steve realizes that she's getting weaker, and he prints it together pretty quickly why she's getting weaker. Right. Um. And he he tells her he's like, "Hey, man, the longer I'm here, the weaker you're gonna get." You have to save the world. The only way to save the world is if I'm gone. She's like, chill out, bro. We'll figure it out. <laughs> You're not good anywhere. So fuck down. He's like, no, you chill out, bro. I got to <laughs> leave. I got to go. And then we, they're back at her apartment. Then? No, no. She, during this whole time when she's traveling around, her and Barbara are on the phone a lot mm. trying to figure out where this stone came from. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Barbara's tracked it down pretty much. And then she... <laughs> She tracked down someone that knows something about it. Oh, some guy that has like a background in magical like expertise or something, I guess. Yeah, like his magic artifacts, I guess. Yeah, they go and it's just some some dude. I thought it was gonna be Constantine 
because it made it sound like it's just like some black market guy that would know all about magic crap and who better to put in a movie about magic shit than fucking Constantine, but of course not. Well, also when we see Barbara and she's changed some more, her clothes are, you know, more animal. Oh, yeah. She's becoming more, you sense this more of this cheetah attitude, I guess. Um, one thing that I wish they had done is I wish that she had slowly turned into cheetah. Like maybe at this point she had claws and fangs or something. Mm. I don't know. Like, I get that they want Kristen Wiig in here as much as possible, but like, I just want to see Cheetah, man. <laughs> you want to see eight nipples instead uh, of two nipples. No, not that weird. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, but they figure out whatever they figure out. And then, oh, then Maxwell Lord goes to see the president of the United States. He mm. grants him a wish, but then he takes all the power and respect from the president to go do what he needs to do. And by this point, like things are starting to fall apart around him because like so many people have gotten their wishes granted and it's like taking its toll on Maxwell Lord and he's starting to like lose his health and his body's like falling apart because since he's the stone, it's like taking from him also. So he's going after bigger and bigger people so he can gain more. So that way the, It'll affect him less, I guess, in his mind. Yeah. Yes, because that's the less wishes he has to grant, the bigger the wishes are from the more powerful person. Mm. So he doesn't have to grant as many wishes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then he, he, when he's visiting the president, the president like tells him, like, oh, yeah, this thing here, it shoots these beams down, and it touches everybody. And he's like, if it can touch everybody, I can do all these wishes at once. How much do you think they spent to put the word Star Wars inside that movie? Because remember, he calls it the Star Wars Project or something like that. How much do you think they spent to, just to say those in a movie? I don't think they spent anything because uh, I think that was a real thing in real life. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, okay. Pretty sure. 100%. Right. It was just, I think it was mostly just to scare the Russians. Uh, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, like, I forget which president it was. Um, but he's like, yeah, you see all that shit? We do all that shit in space right now. Reagan? Yeah. Reagan, there you go. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Then he goes to this bunker, but while he's trying to escape the White House, you know, Diana's there with, with Steve and trying to stop him. And then Barbara shows up and she's like, uh-uh, you ain't touching him. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they go to that magic guy, they figure out the only way to reverse everything is to either renounce the wish or destroy the stone. And since um, Maxwell Lord is the stone, they assume that means they have to kill him. And Barbara's like, uh, no, like I like being who I am now. People look up to me and listen to me when I talk, so... That's not gonna happen. Yeah, she's she saves him and he flees. And then they're on a plane together mm. and he's like, What else do you want, lady? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you know, she's like, I wanna be fucking awesome, man. I wanna be a cheetah. And he's like, Boom, granted. Which granted. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the jungle book. Okay. <laughs> and then Steve and Diana are walking the streets and everything is falling apart. Oh, yeah. People are like, every literal wish is becoming true. Like, if I would say, I wish you would drop dead, you drop dead. 
wish I had a million dollars, get a million dollars, but there's a cost for everything. Yes, and the, it's just falling apart. And Steve finally gets through to Diana. He's like, you can't. I have to go yes. so you can save the world. You need your strength. You're, you're the only person that can save the world. And it was a heartbreaking, it was a heartbreaking scene. It was hard to see because, like, he keeps bringing it up throughout the movie, and she's like, "No, we'll figure it out. We can fix this. We always find a way." There is no way. No, she realizes that he does have to die again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she kisses him. She walks away. He says, "I love you," and she just, she just keeps on. I think she says, "I love you too." Pretty sure she does. Yeah. But she just keeps on walking. She just. She can't look back at this point. She just has to keep going forward. It's so heartbreaking to see. It's like the end of Infinity War where just everyone fades the fuck away and you're dead credits. <laughs> but in this case, there's more movie, but it's still heartbreaking to see, though. You know? Let's be honest. I really wasn't heartbroken when everyone faded away in Infinity War, except for Spider-Man. Are you ah, fucking serious? I was heartbroken at every death, and then I literally started crying on Spider-Man. I was like, I know, me too. I was like, Oh god! I got the theater. I'm like, is anybody looking at me? Right <laughs> um, I was crying right there. Let's not get off topic on Marvel here. I love Marvel. Oh, uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Okay, where do we leave off? We left off with her running away because yeah, she's running away down the street, and then she just lassoes a cloud, I guess, or a bird, and she just takes. <laughs> oh, off. she lassoes an airplane. Oh yeah, she lassoes. I think it was a building, and then she's floating through the air, and then the airplane. I like the bird theory. Like the birds just find this whack, and then just <laughs> it's like a bald eagle. She strangles it. <laughs> it keeps going. It's for America. And then this is where the part where she starts to fly. Yeah. Or she starts, starts to learn how to fly. And it's a little weird because she hasn't flown in any other fucking movie. Yeah. I think at the end of the original, of uh, the first Wonder Woman, it hints to it. Mm-hmm. But, like, she doesn't do it in BBS or Justice League. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, either way, it's fine, I guess. I um, guess it's just something we've been wanting to see, so they finally added it in there. Yeah. The Invisible Jet. Like, I just, like, I get it. I'm glad the Invisible Jet was in there. I just thought it was, I don't know if it was weird, but it was just like, oh, yeah, because I'm half God, I've been messing with stuff, and uh, boom, the jet's invisible. I just, doesn't really do any other magic things, so it just feels odd to add that in there to me, I guess. Especially because they only fly in the jet the one time, so it's not really the invisible jet, it's just a invisible jet. It's it's fan service, but it's fan service I could have done without. I guess. But well, I guess that's like what I was saying, like they wrote it toward Cogwa fans. That's the target audience, this one, I guess. So yes. Makes sense, I suppose. And then we go through this whole I know how to fly thing, and then you finally get to see the thing you want to see. She's lassoing fucking lightning. Oh, that like, was cool. I like yes. that. Visually, this movie was amazing. Yeah. I fucking, I, it's, it's, it was gorgeous. Okay, so then she puts on her, okay, also I want to say, it seemed like she was traveling a long fucking time through day and night mm-hmm. to get to her apartment. Like, 
maybe I guess she was in DC in her apartment somewhere else because it was a long way to go. Oh yeah, I don't know where she lives. Yeah. Anyway, so then she puts on the gold armor. Oh wait, that doesn't make sense. She's, she lives in DC though, doesn't she? Because she works at the Smithsonian. Yeah. So like, where the fuck was she going? <laughs> Everyone's wondering that also. Like, I hope someone else is wondering. <laughs> Why is she leaving? Yeah. Um, but yeah, she puts on the gold armor because even though Steve is gone, she's still not 100%, you know, strength and power-wise as she was before. Right. So she needs this extra, you know, buffer to, like, help her get through stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she arrives at the bunker where Maxwell Lord is hanging out. Yes. Oh, sorry guys and we yeah. sorry and and we get our first look at cheetah oh yeah just that first step and then the eyes and the dark is just like so fucking cool it is quite cool it would have been so much better if it didn't you know lose connection every time she walked up but visually taking it in i was like this is pretty fucking awesome because we've only seen cheetah and comic books had like an animated movies so Cool to see live action. And she looked really good for live action. Yeah. It was she looked very intimidating. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was just it was pretty cool. I do wish that the fight between her and Diana was a little longer. I mean, I guess we got more of a fight with her at the White House, but that wasn't like Cheetah, that was just Barbara. Oh yeah, that's right. But no, like fucking Cheetah was wrecking Wonder Woman's armor, dude. Yeah, she, she was. was fucking that shit up. I was just like, oh my god, yes. Also Wonder Woman didn't have her sword and shield with her. No, she did not. No, which I mean, I guess is fine. But um, yeah, Wonder Woman wins that fight. She electrocutes Cheetah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then she like takes her out. She's like, (laughs) which is like, how come that didn't affect Wonder Woman either? It's just Wonder Woman's like, yep. Like, I, I guess, guess maybe her dad, Zeus, so uh, lightning doesn't affect her. That's why she's ever lasso and shit. Yeah, maybe. But, um, yeah, so she's dispatched Cheetah, and now she's going to move on to Maxwell Lord. I will interject here Please. and say that compared to the other DC movies, like this Wonder Woman, well, both Wonder Woman movies, they do the thing that Marvel does where they, like, make their characters fit into the world that they're presenting to you. So like, it doesn't seem like they stand out in a weird way and like older comic book movies do. And in this movie, it's like, she like belongs in that world. So it's believable that there could be people like Cheetah and Wonder Woman and magic and stuff. And I think these two movies did a really good job about that. Cause like in, the Justice League movie and Batman vs Superman, it's like they're gods among men that, you know, everyone's trying to aspire to be them, but they'll never achieve that. Whereas Wonder Woman, she's a god basically, but she aspires to be more like humans and get them to reach her level, but she's like help raising them up instead of standing over them. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I concur with that. Yeah. Um, and then, so... Diana tries to muscle her way to Max, and mm. it doesn't work out. It does not. And so she has to take a different approach. She somehow... Okay, I guess I'm just thinking of this now, actually. So, like, when she was trying to reach him, he was, like, using his power to force her back, right? I think it was just, like, 
a, he was becoming that much more powerful that he literally has like an aura that was just knocking her back. But it just didn't work on the on where she lassoed him. I guess. But whatever. The lasso got there, and she was able to telegraph a message through Max to the masses. Yeah. And uh, what was that message, Stephen? The message was that, you know, even though you're scared or you're alone or that you feel like you need one thing or another to make your life better, the way that you're gaining these things is the wrong way to go about it. And the only way to, like, be truly happy or not afraid is to, like, go the hard route and live by your own truth which means like even when things look bleak, you just gotta like power through it instead of taking the shortcut. And that's the only way to be truly happy, I guess. Yes, and uh, the message affects pretty much everybody that yeah. we know of. Yeah, I know. And then uh, Maxwell gets, you know, he, uh, yeah, he has a kid too. So, uh, oh, Alistair. <laughs> Alistair, Alistair. Yes, the kid is a big part of the movie, I guess, like at the end. And he's like, Daddy, ¿en dónde estás? <laughs> and so, like, when everyone starts renouncing their wishes, he sees his son. He's like, oh, my son's in danger. And then he just takes off. He just runs off into the night to go yeah. get his son. Uh, no consequences for any of his actions. So he finds, <laughs> his, he finds his son. And he's like, oh, Alistair, what's up, man? Uh, also, like, in this movie, you find out that, you know, Max... Is kind of, he comes from a very abusive household. He's he was poor most of his life, very much an outcast, and that's why he is the way that he is. Yeah, like the reason that the movie is so good is like it's about Diana becoming a true hero. Like Greek mythology is filled with heroes, but every one of them has like a fatal flaw that leads to their downfall. And the difference with her is she was able to overcome her flaw, which was the fact that she was in love with Steve, but he sacrificed himself twice. And even though that broke her heart, that's what gave her the strength to win in the end because she knew she couldn't physically overpower him. But that's why she was able to get the message out because she believed those words because she followed her own message, basically. Yes. It was very... It's very good ending. Yeah. Um, so then Maxwell goes to his kid, and his kid's like, look, Dad, you don't need to be the super successful, important, amazing person that you think you need to be. I'm going to love you no matter what. Yeah, maybe just spend some time with me. Throw a ball. Take your toys or us, motherfucker. It's 1984. We still have those. Exactly. Don't just leave me with your very tall assistant. That lady was tall as fuck. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She does not look like she's a good caregiver either. I'm like, no. You're smoking cigarettes. Don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like cigarettes. So, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Was there an end credit? Oh, yeah. The end credit scene. Yeah. Do we not want to spoil it? Or? No, whatever. We're going this far. So everyone thinks it's Wonder Woman that saves this baby's life. Oh, yeah. She's just like walking through this crowd, like a festival or something, and this beam falls down. It looks like it's going to crush this child. And this person in a hood like grabs it and saves the day and takes off her hood and reveals that it's uh, Linda fucking Carter. Yeah. Fucking Wonder Woman. Well, the original one. Yeah. OG. Yeah. Not that 
other TV Wonder Woman. I mean, it's not her fault that show sucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've never even made it to TV. No, it's like a pilot. Anyway, we're not even talking about that. So it's Linda Carter. So Linda Carter is, I forget her name. We didn't even do the research. Uh, I think her name was Atelia or something like that. Some bullshit, right? (laughs) There's the original owner of the Golden Armor. She's still alive, even though the other... um, other Amazons think that she died fucking forever ago. Oh, yeah. Like, the story was that the world of man, like, imprisoned and enslaved the Amazon, so they, like, went to war with each other in order to escape, though, they melted down all their weapons and shield and armor into one golden master armor and gave it to that to Linda Carter, and she sacrificed herself so they could escape to Themyscira. Yes. But obviously she didn't die. She must have marked them all, I guess. Yeah. I think she flew away, and then like she found a safe spot. She took the arm off. It was like, I'm out. Yeah. So it's like, let me introduce you guys to uh, online video on demand porn. You don't <laughs> have to enslave women anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, this lady's great. Yeah, that was Wonder Woman. Um, I did enjoy the movie. I know a lot of people did not. I can understand why, but I liked it. I liked it a lot. As a comic fan, I thought it was fucking awesome. But like I said, I feel like it was targeted towards people that are comic fans and they just know more about Wonder Woman and what she's about. You know? Yeah. Uh, I do hope that we get to see more of Cheetah. I don't think we... For my taste, for, for what I was expecting and for what the trailers were showing me, I was expecting a lot more Cheetah. So I hope... We get some more cheetah. Maybe it's like she's older and some person's like, you know, she still like she likes Diana, but she also kind of resents her because she's still young and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Barbara's like old and, you know, falling <laughs> apart. She's like, I want to become the cheetah again. Oh my God. Yeah, my theory is that like the cheetah was inside of her all along. So. If there is more magical beings out there that they're going to reveal, maybe they'll bring that, like, person out of her again, you know? Make her the cheetah again somehow. I hope so. Also, I have another theory that not everyone renounced their wishes. And, like, maybe there's a Vandal Savage out there that, like, wished for immortality. And he's going to be another supervillain that she'll have to fight. I think that would be cool. It would be pretty cool. Also, guys, a side note. Um, this is the third time we've recorded this oh fucking episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, this past Sunday, we we uh, we gathered here to record this episode for you guys, and uh, for whatever reason, it didn't record two times. Yeah, and didn't save it either. Not. So we just got frustrated, and I messed with the computer a little bit today and a few days ago. And everything seems to be working. Yes, thank God. Yes. And also, Steven is going on a trip. Oh, yeah, going on vacation. Yes, he's going to... Where are you going? Alabama? Colorado? Colorado. The Rockies. Yes. It's springtime in the Rockies. It is not, my friend. Okay. No, it is not. It's going to be fucking cold. I'm not sure I'm ready for it. <laughs> You've lived there before, right? Yeah, but I got accustomed to the heat here, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. So we won't have an episode this Sunday, but when I get back, 
next week we'll have well no not next week the following week we'll be back in the new year 2021 yes and we're not we, all dead by then we are gonna have i we'll get to we'll talk about it we'll see what we can have a big first episode of the new year oh uh, yeah we'll bring in the new year hard as hell yes um but yeah that's the episode guys thank you um for the two of you that are gonna listen to this oh yeah for those people that are listening this is something I didn't mention. I hope that Wonder Woman will be like the Iron Man of the DC Universe magic side, and they're going to introduce all these magical characters like Felix Faust, Clarion, Etrigan, Zataro, and Zatanna, and uh, Constantine. Like I said, I hope they bring those characters in. You know, it's one thing. Daredevil, no, not Daredevil. Oh, uh, Dareman, no, something like that. Oh, you, that fucking dude from Boston, right? That ghost guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justice League Dark movie, make it happen. Oh, did you hear that they already announced the Wonder Woman three? Yes, it's gonna be set in like more modern times. I hope they take. Like, the first one is, like, the best one of the two. I like the second one, but I gotta say I like the first one better. But the second one also had cool elements, so I hope they split the difference and the third one will be, like, you know, if they're gonna do only three, then make the third one the best. I agree. Um, I don't want it to be, like, Spider-Man or Bladed, where it's, like, too much dumb shits going on. Or, you know, X-Men Part 3. I want a good balance three yeah but yeah like don't make it too long make the story interesting mm. shorten it up a bit and give us some good action yeah right just cut the difference between the two of them and right there in the meaty curve of the middle give us that you know yeah. that's what we want to see yeah also like give her another love interest i get it she's in love with Stu trevor but like you know in the cartoons i remember she wanted she wanted the bat dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Superman's already taken. And it's like, that guy's boring. He's fucking white bread. Yeah. yeah. But she does have a thing for him, too, and some stuff. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. But I think Make her a lesbian or something. That'd be interesting. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I think Linda Carter's going to be in that one. I'd like to see what that's going to be. Oh, yeah. Hopefully she's in that one. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. And then even that failed Wonder Woman TV show, if they brought her in. Oh, like, my oh. God. <laughs> Pedro Pascal was in that. He's got his foot in everything right now. Yes. It'd be cool, like all three of them were pointing at each other. <laughs> <laughs> I think Spider Man's gonna take the the ropes on that one. Yeah. But um yeah, anything else, Steven? Uh no. I guess we'll see you guys in two weeks. Happy New Year's. By the time you hear this, I guess. Oh, yeah. tomorrow's New Year's Eve, so. Yeah. Well somebody will hear this. But yeah. Whoever's listening. Whoever. Whoever you are, that one person. You're not alone, and no matter how hard it is, you know, you'll make it through it, I hope. Yes. Listen to our podcast. There's tons of episodes. <laughs> yes. Watch Wonder Woman. You are worth something. Yeah, right? Someone out there. <laughs> Anyways, remember to keep that high grad, and we'll see you guys next year. All right. Bye, guys.